Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Survivors of the Haitian earthquake are still being airlifted right now to Florida hospitals, hopefully to hospitals in other states as well. And they're being treated in American hospitals, and those American hospitals right now are shouldering those costs. But the question is, who will shoulder the burden of the cost of treatment now and in the future? Joining us now again is Dr. Mark McKenney. He's the chief of surgery at the University of Miami Hospital. And Dr. Aneta Roldan is the president and CEO of Jackson Health System. It's the only public health care system in Miami. Um, Dr. Roldan, you heard uh, Dr. McKenney talking about the fact that it, he, they estimate it cost $50,000 per patient for the treatment um, of injuries sustained during the earthquake. Who sh- who's paying for that right now? Uh, good morning, Celeste. Uh, well, right now we have basically two groups. We have the uh, first uh, group were basically U.S. Uh, Haitian, I mean Haitian U.S. citizens, and many of them, a good 90% of them, were covered by insurance. That cost to date is approximately 2.2 million dollars uh, in charges. Those will be sent to a third-party payer. Then you've got the second group, which mostly came in uh, in subsequent flights of uh, US, I mean of Haitian nationals, and those charges up to date is approximately two point three million dollars. Um, as of yesterday, we re- we did receive notice that through the uh, NDMS, uh, we will probably be able to have some reimbursement at approximately 110% of Medicare rates for those uh, patients that do not have any other coverage. But um, before yesterday, we did not have any confirmation. We were able to be in touch and communicate almost on a daily basis with both state and federal um, agencies as well as our state uh, senators and uh, Congress, but uh, as uh, you know, as of yesterday, we did not have any other confirmation. So up until today, you said it's cost somewhere ab- above $2 million. D- will that get reimbursed by the federal government through this program that you're talking about that they announced yesterday? Well, we don't know if this is going to be retroactive. Uh, one of the things that we are doing from day one is, is uh, being able to track the cost of the patients, but we don't know if this is going to be retroactive. We know that this is as of yesterday, so it is moving forward. Uh, I will continue, though, to work with both our state and our uh, federal agencies to see how we can get reimbursed for the, for the charges that already have been uh, at cost to the system. And Dr. McKinney, you actually traveled to, to Haiti and, and recently returned from there. How many patients have been airlifted out of Haiti to American hospitals? Total of about 500, of which 350 have gone to Florida and about 150 have gone to the Ryder Trauma Center at Jackson Memorial Hospital. So we're overwhelmingly getting the majority of the patients in the state, and our hospital alone have taken more patients than the rest of the country. And, and are you still able to accommodate the American patients that you have? Absolutely. Our mission requires that we treat the Americans first, but we've all been working overtime, extra shifts, uh, volunteering our time in order to be able to take care of both groups. It's quite a strain. And and have you sent any of these patients back to Haiti? No, as of right now, we haven't. Uh, some of the more modest injuries, though, could start to be sent back soon. Uh, Dr. Anita Roldan of the Jackson Health System, how many patients have come into your health system from Haiti? 
Approximately as of Saturday, Jackson Health System has treated uh, 137 uh, patients who were injured during the earthquake. And of those, uh, 98 have already been discharged. And the majority have been treated at Jackson, Maine. As you know, Jackson Health System is a system of six hospitals, which includes our children's hospital. Uh, at the children's hospital, um, a uh, about 42 children have been treated at the Children's Hospital, and 35 of them have been discharged as of uh, current. They suspended airlifts for several days because Florida hospitals um, said they were being overwhelmed. Are, are your hospitals overwhelmed? No. One of the things that we ha- are doing on a daily basis, we watch very closely our bed capacity as well as our resources, which include our own staff. Because we are um, spread throughout three campuses, what we have done is use the resources across the health system, and only the the patients that really need um, the um, you know the ca- that have catastrophic uh, injuries and need the trauma center will stay at Jackson Maine, which have been a good majority of them. But we've also used our resources at Jackson North and Jackson South, which are um, multi-specialty community uh, hospitals. Doctor McKinney, as a trauma surgeon. You know, you you sort of raised the issue that uh, when you send people back to Haiti with some of these injuries that are going to require perhaps even lifelong rehab, how do you evaluate the release date of some of these patients when you know, unlike releasing them into the South Florida area, um, that they're not going to have rehab opportunities and maybe you're going to have to keep them longer? Which is exactly what's happening uh, both here in Miami and we have a hospital, a tent hospital set up in Haiti and the same things are happening. We're trying to make decisions based on not what would normally happen, but what's going to happen to this special group because the care and the long-term follow-up is unclear. And, and, you know, a lot of people have been telling us this week, what does Haiti need that's going to help it long-term? It sounds like there should be investments on those kinds of long-term chronic care uh, sorts of facilities in Haiti as much as uh, they need the, the, the trauma relief and the 50000 per bed uh, cost that you're paying. Yeah, they need food, shelter, and they need a functioning hospital, uh, hopefully which we can switch over and be staffed by Haitians. We've actually taken over one of the other hospitals in Haiti because all the Haitian surgeons were killed in the earthquake. So unlike our, we've been to all the disasters, Katrina, New Orleans, Oklahoma, New York, Quito, Turkey, and unlike all the others, what happened is they needed a helping hand, they got on their feet in a couple of weeks, and then we transitioned the care to the local country personnel. In Haiti, that's not happening. Many of the surgeons and nurses were killed. The hospitals are not functioning normally, and it's a difficult transition. So in these other cases where you've dealt with, uh, dealt with survivors of disasters, how long was that transition? Usually two weeks. And certainly in this case, it could be a matter of months. Yeah, it's already been going on, on four weeks. We don't have a clear mechanism to transfer all the care over to the Haitian community in, well, in Haiti. Well, right. the takeaway is he's saying it's not happening at all. That's, that's really disturbing, Mark, uh, Dr. McKinney. Yeah, the opposite is actually happening now. The Haitians are starting to identify us as the caregivers and are starting to send over more patients. Uh-huh. So the, the exit strategy is not clear. We're, we're on the ground right now, but we need to help set up Haitians who can take care of the Haitian people. That is Dr. Mark McKenney, Medical Director at Ryder Trauma Center and the Chief of Surgery at the University of Miami Hospital. We also spoke with Dr. Aneta Roldan, President and CEO of Jackson Health System.